Welcome to Divorce Etc. hosted by us, the ex-experts. We're here to give you all kinds of information and tips on everything divorce. Plus, we're asking a lot of the questions that you may not even think of or know to ask, but we know because we've lived it, so we get it. We're Jessica and TH. <laughs> Welcome to today's podcast. We have among my favorite ladies who I go back to, I felt like I went to church and we call each other cousins now because they've given me the honor of that title. We have Najia Brooks, who currently is the founder of Brooks Media, Level Up Radio, Diva Zone, and a million other things. Um, but when we met, she wasn't doing these things, and that wasn't that long ago. And Tanisha Russell Day, which is how you have to say her in three names, um, <laughs> she is the vice president of brand management, also at Brooks Media. So they are a powerhouse, the two of them. And they're best friends like Jessica and I are. And so we're going to talk about who cares if we're, if we're divorced. So welcome to the show, guys. Thanks, girls. Thank you so much for Hello. having us. Hello. You know, the last time we got a chance to have a conversation with you guys, we, we hit a little bit on this. And it was such an interesting conversation that we just wanted to keep picking it up. I mean, it was like a little bit about the social stigma of being divorced and also why does anybody, anyone care if we're divorced? But for people who don't know you, can you give like quick little briefs of your divorce stories? Nadja, you wanna go first or you want me to go first? I have more than you, so maybe you should go first. <laughs> uh, okay, so. I was married, uh, I got married back in 2004. Uh, I married into a military lifestyle that I wasn't familiar with. So that was very unique for me. Uh, I didn't come from a military family. I did not do the proper research that I think anyone marrying unto, into the military should do uh, because it is a different world and a complete different lifestyle. Uh, a few years later, we had our son, uh, the apple of my eye, who's almost 15 years old and taller than I am, and I can't believe it. Um, not too long after that, uh, I unfortunately experienced postpartum depression, didn't know too much about it, didn't, he didn't know too much about it, we didn't know what to do. And then being away from the family, because with the military lifestyle, you don't control your life and you don't control where you're located. So we had to uh, be wherever the orders uh, took us. So it put more of a strain on the marriage. I had just, for, I again, don't say that I put everything on him at all because he was really amazing and tried his best to be supportive. Uh, but I felt for my mental space and just my well-being that I needed to be with my family. And I ended up relocating back to New Jersey, but he couldn't leave. He had to stay stationed where he had his orders. Uh, that put more of a strain on the marriage. So eventually, a few years after that, um, the divorce happened and uh, we co-parent from wherever he's located. He's out of the military now, but works for the government. And we try to do our best to be civil parents, uh, civil human beings, and we communicate on an as-needed basis. We're, we're, we don't go out for tea. We don't. We don't go out for coffee. You know, we don't hang out. But you know, we try to do the best we can for the well-being of our son and also as civil Christian adults. And you've been divorced how many years now? 
Oh man, maybe uh, eleven years okay. now. Okay. Almost like about us. eleven. Okay. About eleven years now. Okay. Thank you for that. Najee. Okay, so I was married um, twice, and the first time I was really young, like in my early twenties, and it was someone who I was head over heels with. I knew from the start that, you know, I did marry for the long term, but I knew in my heart that because of his lifestyle, and I'll just leave it at that, it was just a fast life, a street life, that it was not going to um, probably end well for me because of my background, you know, being a church girl gone <laughs> left, gone south or whatever, to make this life choice. But I loved him, so we, you know, dated for five years, we got married, and we were married for about about four years, um, technically, and then we separated um, and divorced. And then there were probably, I'd say about eight more years before I remarried. And this time I, you know, married according to my, um, you know, my, my heart, which is, you know, being a Christian. And this person was in church and he wasn't a minister yet, but he was a minister in training. We met in church. We dated. This was a very short courtship, less than about a year and a half. And then we got married and we stayed married for six years. And um, this is where, for me, I guess I can contribute to this conversation today. That divorce left me like with a red scarlet letter, you know, like in the church community, um, amongst my family and friends, even though I know they love me, no one expected that marriage to end that way. I certainly did not. And so um, it has been a really long time since that divorce. And I have found myself in a lot of, uh, not a lot, but a few almost situations where I was considering marriage again, and it has not happened for me. So at this point, I have been divorced from that marriage 14 years. I do not have any children. Um, and I'm actually grateful now to say that I used to be heartbroken about it, but I'm really happy now that I'm not um, doing it alone and that I, I just am able to kind of focus on my life. I know that sounds a little selfish, but it, it is what it is. It didn't happen for me. So that's where I am. I'm very happily divorced, but I wouldn't be terribly sad if I had a great relationship then. <laughs> So, <laughs> you, so we talk about, you just said, you know, a scarlet letter. When, um, you know, when you're asked the question, you know, what are the three words to describe you? Is divorce ever going to be one of those three words? Never. Never. No. No. So why is it Hold that on a second. divorce, Hold you on would? A second. I feel like if I was describing myself- You have three words, what would they say about yourself? Here's what I'm thinking. I, I think there might be circumstances where no, but I feel like when I had to like write my bio for my website a few years ago, like I th literally think the first sentence was like a divorced mom of two. Like mm -hmm. it's, I don't know. Mm -hmm. If you're meeting somebody for the first time, not a date, not a date, you're meeting someone, a professional, and they say, what are the three words to describe yourself? Yeah, what would you maybe, say? yeah, I guess it would be more personality. Right, because now it's for marketing purposes or maybe, you know, whatever. I also would never 
use the word divorce. That, that totally does not define me, but I feel like society continues to remind us that we're divorced. Yeah. Whether it's the form, whatever they say, right. medical Check the box. Know, they want to know who's <laughs> paying the bill. But I feel like it pops up here and there. Like, I'm divorced so long. Najia, uh, Tanisha, you're divorced 11 years. Najia, you're out 14 years. Jessica and I are 12, 13 years. I'm not divorced anymore. That's right. like, I hurt We're my single. foot like 20 years ago. Am I still have like a hurt foot? Like, I, I don't know. What do you guys think about that? No, I, I agree. Um, I actually don't even associate divorce with any of my day-to-day -day life, any of my business involvement. Uh, it's, mm. it's not who I am. It doesn't define me. It has nothing to do with who Tanisha Russell Day is today. Uh, the experiences have been helpful. Uh, I'm grateful for my son. However, that was just one of the many life experiences that I've gone through. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't describe myself as divorced. In fact, if asked, if I have to fill out anything or whatever, I say single unless divorce is an obvious, um, you know, Me too. I feel offended and I'm like, you know what? I'm single. Because mm -hmm. I am and we are. <laughs> you know, that's like, a, you know, I think it's really important for us to control the narrative of our past experiences. And so while being divorced is not something that I ever plan to do, um, you know, I don't wear it on my sleeve for anyone to know. In fact, you know, it's, it's been brought up to me more than I bring it up to others, you know, or people may ask, you know, um, in dating that always comes up, you know, have you at this age, of I'm 50, you know, have you ever been married? Do you have children? Those are like common questions. Um, so those discussions happen then, but as for me, no. And you know, if I, if I never had to say I was divorced again, I wouldn't. Um, but you know what? That's 80% of how I feel. 20% is for the sake of other people who may be going through a similar experience. I have to be liberated enough to share without regret or without uh, remorse, you know, um, but to just be liberated in the experience and coming out on the other side healthy and safe and, you know, vibrant still. I feel like I'm, I l always love the conversation. Teach and I revisit it all the time. Like the idea of like the stigma around divorce, the shame that, that you, we're like made to feel inadvertently, you know, whether it's, it's conscious or not. And I don't know why, but I feel like right now I'm like sort of surprising myself with, with what I'm thinking in the midst of this conversation, which is that experts aside, because obviously now there's a reason for me to be always talking about being divorced, but I, I feel like at, I feel like it is, a, it, it does a little bit define me. I hate to, I hate to say it. I, I don't want to like give in to the social stigma, but here's what I think. I think that there's a part of me that's always been like, in your face about the fact that I've been divorced. I mean, that's just sort of who I am. And I feel like in the career that I had, where I was like working all the time, running live network news shows, 
it's not that I took pride in being divorced because that was obviously a super painful process, but I think that there's an element of me that takes pride in the fact that like, hell yeah, I'm divorced and I have two kids and I'm running this show and I'm doing this and I'm handling that and I'm doing it as a single mom. I mean, not really a single mom, like their dad is in the city and is like nearby and very involved and has 50% custody. But I feel like there's always been a part of me that's like, what are you going to do about it? Like, you need to know how resilient I am a little bit, a little bit. Like I'm resilient and I'm strong and I'm getting through it and I'm getting stuff done, even though I don't have a husband. Right. I, right. I don't know that I really but thought that, that I ever felt that to way. Whether you have a husband or not, that's not who makes you who you are, for right. sure. So, but divorce also, and look, we've all been through a lot of our own stuff, which makes us who we are today, every little bit, every lesson learned, every little step, good, bad, and ugly. But I feel like you're definitely saying it is a badge of honor to show your strength and resilience and your ability to overcome, I guess, um, a little bit, but I, I just, I feel like it has such a negative, um, spin everywhere that I just, I, I take it the other way. I don't even, that is, I, I just don't even want to be associated with it because it was such an ugly time for my family that I just want you to take me for me. And I'm not saying at all what you're saying, you know, but for me, I feel like this is who I am. This is what I can do. It, well, that's true. And I also feel like, whatever, I, I took my daughter to a doctor like two weeks ago and it was a new doctor. And I'm like filling out the forms and it asks like, am I like, why do you care? And why do you, why do I need to tell you that I'm divorced for right. my daughter to see this doctor? So I do feel like there are a lot of times when you're out and it's like, who gives a shit? Why are you asking me that? It has for no money. relevant. No, they're not. I filled out the insurance information. There's no bearing on anything. I feel like, I think more in social situations, I sort of, you know what? Maybe it's a defense mechanism. Like you need to know that I'm divorced. You're gonna judge me or not judge me. If you're going to, you may as well judge me now. This is who I am. But Najia, like I, I too am going through a second divorce. And mm -hmm. I feel like that's, you know, probably not ideal. And mm -hmm. so that makes me feel a little bit more, I don't mind my whole like first, like telling people I'm divorced and like being in their face about it. But there is a little bit of like, like what's wrong with me? Are people gonna look at me and be like, God, she must be like a real, you know, piece of work that two husbands left her not knowing either of the detail, any of the details of either of those marriages, but. Right. That's just false assumptions because nobody knows the real story of any of it. Right, right. But yeah, I, I, I think folks are going to come up with their own opinions in their own way all the time. I am completely over with trying to prove anything to anyone. I am secure within myself. I'm like you just, I am doing it. I have been successful at doing it, but I don't owe you an explanation mm -hmm. about anything on what I went through, why I went through it and how I'm doing it. Mm -hmm. And then also 
along with what Nigeria said, I don't mind talking about it if it's going to be a blessing to right. someone else right. who's going through it and they need genuine uh, sisterly support. Mm -hmm. But as far as explaining, that's a hell no. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. It's true. Mm -hmm. it, just, it just keeps coming up in the oddest places that where we memorize ourselves. But where do you guys think that you feel um, either the stigma or the shame or the judgment when you're out and you're in any given situation? You know, some people may be asking you, you meet someone, I don't know, you know, you meet me for the first time. I'm like, I'm part of X experts. So obviously like the fact that you're divorced, I, I'm not judging at all. But like, are there times and what are they when you feel like it comes up and you're like, I don't, I'm like, I don't feel good about the fact that I just had to talk about that. Well, for, uh, go ahead, for me, it's always a church scenario. It's always, they're all judging at church. Yeah. It's, it's a church scenario because sometimes people have tried to use that, um, to disqualify me. Um, they have in what? Uh, realm well, well just you know insecure women who uh what you know who are moms and wives believe me they you know unfortunately unkind people have tried to you know take jabs you um, never told me about that you know we got another side if i need yeah, to talk I to know, somebody know. but you know what i would there's so much that i deal with like that or so much over the years not so much now um, but over when I was younger, and I think more in, more impressionable and more still raw from the experience, it, it hit me different. People still might do little things like that now, but I care not um, right now. I mean, I, I really, I don't. I'm like, if you can a la carte one piece of me and use that to disqualify me, then shame on you because I'm, I'm so much more and I've accomplished so much more in my life um, so, you know, that's your issue, not mine, but it has always been a church issue. Wow. Oh, it has never really been outside of it. It's always been someone who has unfortunately been um, involved in ministry. And how interesting that you'd think that would be the community that would be the most welcoming and like there yeah. to help, you know, and, and, and take you in with open arms and like they're the ones judging the most. That's very surprising. It well, is. Not for some people. That's um, definitely a comment. Yeah, I mean, uh, it shouldn't be, but. Right, I agree. It shouldn't be. And, you know, you better be telling the truth that that was years ago and not now. Because we're going to have a side discussion. We're all flying down there today. Right. <laughs> we'll show them. The cousins are showing up. <laughs> right, right, right. The cousins. But you have you have a village. They don't want, they don't want the cousins. No. I would say for me, um, this was years ago right now. I don't know. Some of this stuff might just go over my head or either I just don't give a hoot. But uh, I would say maybe years ago in some of my social settings, um, you know, some of my networks where majority of the moms would be married uh, or family events, there would be the husbands with the moms and the kids and it would just be my son and I. So I think early on, you know, I, I think I dealt with a little more uh, judgment there and had to grow thick skin and had to grow that inner security within myself. You know, when, when you think family event in an organization, that's husband, wife, and kids. Mm -hmm. And for me, for 
you know, almost 14 years, it's been mom and my son. And I had to become okay with that. And I had to, people only let you, people only treat you how you let them treat you. So right. People only say to you what you let them say to you. Now you can think whatever you want, but you know, if, if I got the, oh, oh, you're not, oh, you're not married anymore. Oh, and then like, once you check them right away, no, I'm not. However, we co-parent and we're doing well. How about you and your husband? You guys happy or just together? <laughs> You know, because I, I know a, I know a couple of relationship. <laughs> yeah, I, I know a couple of folks, and again, no shade, but I know a couple of folks that are smiling for the camera, and they're miserable behind. More their, than know, a couple, Tanisha. So you know, I don't. I'm not. Look, I'm not judging you for you you staying in the mess. So don't judge me for choosing life, peace, and happiness. Uh, <laughs> it's almost like. Um, like is you know that that age old battle not battle that might be the wrong word of like the stay at home moms versus the working moms you know yeah. like my kids in elementary school i would i well i was rarely there i never dropped my kids off or picked them up cuz i was working every once in a while i'd be able to like get to you know something and all the other moms would be they all the stay at home moms would like be together like in their little clique over on the side of the room and like then afterwards they would all go out for coffee and it's like on the one hand I didn't care that I was never included in any of that stuff because I I wouldn't have had the time to join in anyway but it was always like I kind of felt like they were looking down on me and judging the fact that I wasn't spending that time with my kids and I'm like are you kidding me like. My mm -hmm. kids are seeing me happy and working and productive and, and all the things that any mom should be. And I wouldn't be happy as a stay-at-home mom. So why would I choose to stay home? If you love it, that's amazing. Right, right. That works for you. Great. Right, but there's always this like discourse oh. that's created amongst like you chose this and I chose this and now we can't somehow like find common ground. Mm-hmm. I think there's also, for me, it was always a little bit of pity. Like, oh, I mm. feel so bad for her. Mm. You know, we heard what happened and God, it's so awful. Like, I remember people come, a woman came up to me and I know she had good intentions, but this is why there's, you know, multiple perspectives on one situation. So I'm at a party with my daughter and it was probably soon after, maybe two months after I separated. So the news was all over town. Everyone was still like up in uh, arms about, you know, my, the way that my marriage ultimately ended. And she goes, I just want, you to know, I'm so proud of you. You know, you're such a stand up lady. You came to the party with your daughter and you didn't hide. And, you know, we just think he's the worst. And I was like, I'm at a birthday party with my kid. Like, I think that her intentions are good. And I feel like some people just really don't know what to say. Yeah, yes, and so I they say the that. wrong thing. But I took that as like, are you pitying me right now? Right. Like, I, I don't do pity party. And, and that's not good for me anyway. Right. How about you want to go for a walk? You want to whatever. So people don't know what to say, but it gets misconstrued. And then it reminds you that you're divorced. Like, it took a lot to go to this party two months after and see everybody in town and act like everything was fine. And then she came up to me and I was like, oh, like now I feel like crap. Now I want to go home. Get cake. Right. <laughs> Why? <laughs> if so many people are 
and we know so many people are unhappy in their marriages and so many people choose to stay to do the right thing mm -hmm. for themselves, for the kids, whatever the case may be. Why then are people still so judgmental about divorce? Like, why does it bother people? What, what, why, if there are circumstances and people are incompatible or have irreconcilable differences, whatever they may be, why is it a problem still these days? Yeah, I can't answer. I mean, I, I agree with you. I have the same question. Why is it still a problem? I, I do feel that society, especially during a pandemic, people have a better understanding of, hey, I totally understand why she had to do what she needed to do. Yeah, absolutely. That's for sure. <laughs> I, think it's, I, think, I think we're getting a little better at understanding and accepting and having less judgment. And I think there are so many married women who envied us during this entire pandemic with, when they were with their husbands. They didn't want to be bothered with divorce rate increase during the pandemic. <laughs> Totally. I actually, even when I separated, I, my closest married friends were like, God, you get every Wednesday and every other weekend off. That's awesome. How do I want that? And I was like, well, you don't really want it, but if you really want it. Right, right, <laughs> right, right, right. I think I what was most important for me was making sure my, my overall well-being was healthy that's mental, emotional, physical, all of that, that I was healthy and not even too much lower than that. Like I wouldn't even say, you know, under that, but not even too much lower than that, that my son's emotional, social, you know, all his well-being was healthy too. He's good. I'm good. That was what mattered most to me. So. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, why do you think people care? You know what? I, I'm not certain. Um, I just took a, a trip by myself. Um, maybe the, well, the first international trip I took um, completely um, by myself. And the liberation that I felt just being and doing. And, you know, I even was fortunate enough to meet some couples who were like on a yacht excursion I did. And they were fascinated that I was that comfortable by myself. And they were like, oh my God, I've never traveled alone. And, you know, they were men and women. They were, you know, the couples, they were, they were talking to me. I was probably outside of the, the folks that um, ran the, the yacht, the only one without, you know, being coupled. And it was really liberating to me that I was comfortable by myself. I was like, I could talk to people if I wanted to or not. Um, you know, I saw one couple, they did not look incredibly in love or thrilled to be there. And I, I felt kind of bad for them that in all of this beauty, there was an obvious, you know, tension and, you know, that I didn't have to deal with that, um, that I didn't have to be caring about, you know, what a man of, compromised character might do on a, a boat full of women half-dressed. Um, no, I'm serious. Like those, you yeah, know, like- I hear you. I, I I, I'm so proud of you. Issues at all. You know, I was just enjoying my life and, you know, doing what I wanted to do. And to be honest with you, it, for me, with that trip just recently, and I'm just referencing it because it was, it just happened. 
it really make, made me say to myself for the first time um, that, wow, I think I might be all right if, if, if I'm never going to get married again. And I'm, and I'm not saying that because I'm hopeless. I'm not saying, I mean, quite the, the, the opposite. I know that I'm still, you know, you know, I'm not, you know, young, young anymore, but I'm still full of life. And, you know, it's still an option. But if not, I'm honestly whole and I'm happy and I'm at peace. And you know what? It's like, you know, I didn't, I couldn't have appreciated that even 10 years ago. So I felt really great um, being alone. It's <laughs> so a great place to be. So happy for you. That's so fulfilling. And what a great, like aha milestone in your life to like, mm-hmm. you know, there are so many things that we do in our life that we don't even see and pat ourselves on the back. And the mm-hmm. fact that you're at a place where you can recognize it for yourself and pat yourself on your back. Mm-hmm. I'm just so happy for you. I really am. That's mm-hmm. fantastic. Mm-hmm. It is amazing. Yeah, you know, look, the bottom line is that's what everybody hopes to have regardless, honestly, whether they're married or not, to be in a place where you're comfortable enough with yourself to live your own life, whether it's with a companion or not, comfortable in your own skin, doing what you want to do, feeling fulfilled, being happy, not feeling like you're being held back in any way, like living the way that you want to live. I mean, look for anyone out there who's getting divorced or has been divorced. And even if you're not quite there, like to know that that's what's down the road and that everyone can get there. Some people yeah. will get there sooner than others, but that is like a huge aha eye-opening moment to realize like, I'm good. I'm mm-hmm. good where I am. That's amazing. We, we spoke yeah. to someone um, just um, not that long ago and he talked about owning his outcome. And I think that the four of us have really learned how to write our own stories. And then we decide who comes into the story and who doesn't come into the story and Mm -hmm. how we want to deal with that. But but we have taken charge of our lives in different ways at different times, considering all different aspects of it to write our own story. And I just think that we like, we should all pat each other on the back and like snap. Virtual packs, virtual packs. You know, really just yay for us. Yeah. Yay for us. Yay for us. Yay for Um, us. All right. Well, that seems like a perfect place to put a pin in it um, until the next time when we can have our, uh, our next talk and, and hopefully give everybody hope and, and, and give light to everybody that, that's going through it. It sucks. Yeah. We all know it. It totally sucks. It's hard. It's all the things people think it is, but then there's all of this on the other yes. side, yes. which just makes it, you know, it's hard to see it sometimes, but when you're there. You're there. It's a beautiful thing. It is a beautiful totally. thing. Totally. And yeah. I just want to thank you, ladies. First of all, your branding is out of sight. Yeah. Your branding <laughs> is out of sight. And thing is hopeful. And it's just I'm happy that we were asked to to be a part of, you know, some some episodes with you because it's so it's not talked about enough. And so many people are hiding behind. Yeah, that no one else will help them to talk about, and you all do it so eloquently and passionately. So, just thank you. Thank you. Thank you, you, TH and Jess. Thank you. Thanks, all of us. We'll see you next time. Bye.
Bye, ladies. Thanks so much for listening to Divorce Etc. with the ex-experts. We really hope this episode was helpful for you in getting information you need and feeling empowered to get through it. And always remember there are so many of us just like you. Now, please hit the subscribe button so you always get new episodes and please rate and review us. You can also check out our website filled with free resources at xexperts.com. Follow us on social on Instagram and Facebook and send us an email to let us know your thoughts or any questions or topics you'd like us to talk about. See you next time.